this is a show where Brandon and Gabby from Geekedia talk about everything geeky. From movies, to shows, and even video games. So put in your earbuds, and get ready to listen to an organized, well thought out, random conversation. So, um, this week we're going to be talking about sort of, kind of, like, Star Wars versus Star Trek. Not necessarily, like, competing, but like, uh, more, more like the similarities. Discussion. And more like the, the sim- similar, similar, sim, sim, <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> Six, I know it's going to be a good one when you started with okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the stuff that's the same because I can't say that the similarities. Tr- yeah, I can't say that word for some reason. And the <laughs> and and the differences between the two that I've noticed from you know just watching them over the years. Um, so I remember something you said a while ago. I was kind of hoping you might elaborate on it. You said a while ago, um, that. You not really that into Star Trek, correct? Correct. And you said, and then separately, not necessarily this being your reason, um, but separately, you said um, that you felt like Star Trek was for smart people. Well, I'm, first of all, I I feel like I heard that from you first. Hear that, or I said it and you agreed with that. But I, I, I no, I think I think you said it, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I could see that because I okay. rem- I remember saying those words." So, I think I might have just heard it from somebody else or saw it on a random meme post or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mean by that is, I'm not saying you have to be smart to like or understand Star Trek. What I mean is, it goes more on this like actual uh, trying to uh, like. It, it's also more, it also adds more to drama, like it's a slow burn throughout the episode. Now, gran- granted, I think we we just need to stick with the Star Trek movies, not the show, because... Well, a- a- see, To start I, off, because there was no Star Wars... Sh- no, I say that as there's like 500 like, Star Wars shows now. Yeah, so... I, I, I was going to say, well, no, Star Trek the show is more more unlike Star Wars, the movies, than Star Trek the movies. Because in trying to figure out what subgenre they are, um, I have learned that people put them in the same sub-drama, subgenre of space opera. So Star Wars is always been called like a space opera meaning like it's like an epic story there's a story it's fast paced you know um and it's very like action oriented that's not what i was going to say i was going to say opera like opera not like the like dramatic that's what i'm trying to say gotcha. it's very dramatic and the star trek movies also do that but the show doesn't necessarily so that's it- why so the movie the movies are the people, people, the people, people put the, hmm, people put Harry Potter. I feel like I'm just 
over enunciating peas. <laughs> Sorry. Um, people put the movies for Star Trek in the same subgenre as Star Wars, the movies. Um, Makes sense. But they the they don't really give the show a subgenre. They just say it's sci-fi or space sci-fi or whatever. Right. It's very vague, so I don't know. I'm not gonna name a subgenre other than that much. But in using the shows, we can't ju- we can't just use the thing. No, I the movies, but go ahead. Um, but but also for me, like the reason. I mean, reason why I kind of made it, it's it's. Uh, oh God! I'm turning to Gabby. Uh oh. It's it's when I say like Star Trek is for smart people. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm. It's more or less just a joke. Um, yeah. But but, what but did you also mean? there there are there are elements in the Star Trek shows and movies that uh, more are like I I I'm I don't know why, but the only words that come to my brain is thought provoking. As far as like the Okay. I'm I'm trying to get my words right, but I, I can't. Even I get I, them I think right. I kind of understand. Like they use more science in a, in a way they use more scientific language. I guess. Like, yeah, they they definitely do use pseudoscience. Pseudoscience. So it's it's science fiction lingo. Yeah. Like they they make up sciencey sounding lingo and sometimes use real science lingo, um, in when they talk. Right. Um. So in in Star Wars, they don't at all, really. Not really. Like they mention a few things. Right. But like, um, what I thought you meant though was talking about because the show was very um progressive for its time. The the original series was very progressive, like um, because it was in the oh gosh, was it the sixties? Um, I think yeah. it, I can think it came out in the '60s, so it was pretty progressive, and they were challenging um, social norms of that time using using the show. So there was a lot of that's what I thought you were saying, but um, cl- clearly it wasn't because um, you finished your point, and I was like, oh, it deviated from what I thought you were gonna say. Yeah. But um, but but like the but to use to give you an example um, is. Having the the black woman, the the actress as one of the main characters, um, was controversial at the at that time. So like they're like, no, no, we're gonna do it. And so that that's just like one of the examples. And then there's a lot of other stuff that mirrored um, the like real life um, issues yeah. that they addressed in the show. But um, I don't know why I said but because that. Uh, yeah, I was going to have a contradiction. <laughs> I was just going to add. Yeah, yeah. Um, another like another reason why I've always been more on the Star Wars is because I grew up with Star Wars more than I did with Star Trek. Like I knew yeah. Star Trek was the thing, um, but I just grew up with you know four, five, six, and Episode One, and then after Episode Two, I was still growing up, but I wasn't like a little wee yeah, you baby. Yeah, you weren't a child by then. It yeah. was like we were. Well, I mean, we were still children. I was probably clo- about eight, eight, not eight, yeah. Eight to that's ten. why I said I was like technically we were still children, but not so young that it was like influential, right? Necessarily. So I knew I knew about Star Trek, but I was like, mm, I'm not that it, I 
just didn't grow up with it. My dad didn't yeah. have us grow up with that. Grew up with Star Wars because also my uncle and, you know, we had the original trilogy VHSs, so yeah, yeah I had them. Yeah. No, um, in, in to, to that same end, um, Star Trek is something that I grew up with, with along with Star Wars, so I, I enjoyed both, and I know there's like, I think we've talked about this, I don't know if it was on the podcast or not when we talked about um, sci-fi versus fantasy um, a while ago. I don't remember what episode that is, but um, I don't remember if we said this, but like there's like I don't I don't really know if there really is that argument now, but like I want to say in the 90s probably there was like the people who are like Star Trek is the only sci-fi ever and other people were like no Star Wars is the best and like right. there was like that argument and I think there still is to an extent. Yeah, but I feel like it's a lot less or if it's only in like certain pockets of the internet because I think for the majority of people they either enjoy both or they enjoy one or the other. Um and usually the yeah and and they like they don't necessarily argue that one is like better and like actually get into arguments about it. Well, I also um, sorry, go ahead. But anyways, I grew up with both, so I'm one of the people who likes both. And and I th- I think Star Trek is re- is really one of those shows that your if your parents watched like the original series or one of the previous ones, um that you're definitely going to be, you know, exposed to it yeah whereas like so like my both my parents grew up watching it i think more specifically my dad but i'm i'm pretty sure my mom did too because we would all sit down and and watch it we watched not so much the original series but like um the next generation the one with picard janeway um deep space nine um in so i've seen the, a lot. the majority, if not all of all all of the um the show the <sighs> sequel series, I'll call them. So like um the prequel series that comes before like oh gosh. Oh no, what is his name? Oh man. His dang it. I like Shatner? No, that's the original series. I'm talking about the the one that come it's the latest series made. But it's a prequel series, and I can. It's, Witcher? No. No, that's Janeway. Um, Next Generation is um, Picard. Uh, Cisco is Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine, and his name is like Jonathan Archer. There we go, Jonathan Archer. Um, Star Trek Enterprise, I believe, is the name of the show, and that's the first Enterprise making it to space. Um, gotcha. My bad. It took me way too long to figure out. Um, so I've seen all, not all, like eighty percent of those shows, right? And very little of the original series, which I think is funny. See, um, for me, I if I did watch one, I think it would just be the original. And it's nothing against the other ones. I I think one just because. I'm a simpleton. I like Picard, but Shatner is like, it's just, he's the OG. He is the original. That's fair. Um, and also, it, with, some of the, with some of the aliens and some of the sets, like, it's, che- it's 60s, 70s cheesy goodness. So it's like some yeah. nostalgic. 
Um, but also, and again, it's nothing against the other uh, it's just incarnations the of the original. show. That, but uh, but also some some of the other shows like Next Generation, Deep Space Nine. Some of it almost goes like like too vast of a universe, I guess. If that if that's the right wording, of which just is like, funny because like, the universe is actually that vast. Though. No, I know, but it's like whoa, whoa, whoa you guys went little too far. I know, I know that sounds weird because <laughs> the MCU and you know Star Wars and everything, but I, I don't know. It's just something about me. That, something about it that's just like well, you might nah. like. You might, you might, uh, some people, like, really, like, despise Deep Space Nine. It's actually not that bad. Um, please don't come for me. I, I, I like I all of them. Know. No, not you. I was, I was I know, directed it was at the interwebs. The, yeah, internet, don't, don't attack me. But, like, Deep Space Nine is, is pretty good. And Deep Space Nine, Deep State, oh my gosh. It's not a spaceship. It's a space station. Right. So they stay in one spot. So you might like that. Maybe. They got there, there's adventures on this, like, one space station, and they go um, off occasionally. I will, I will say it's what you were talking about when there was big, like, Star Wars and Trekkie arguments going on. When there was big fights going on like that, I think mm-hmm. it was more like... I could see it originating as people that enjoyed Star Wars. So like, oh my gosh, Star Wars is so cool. I could see where some things are kind of like Star Trek, but hey, it's it's cool. While Star Trek fans were going, oh, you guys totally ripped us off, r- uh, ripped off Star Trek, and some of the Star Wars were going, no, and then and then it just like somebody fired the first shot, and then there was a war. Yeah, and then, I'm and wondering. Then, I now I'm trying to remember when the original it did the original series come out before the first Star Wars. Yes, Episode okay. Four didn't come out until like s- the mid seventies. Okay, that, um, that's why I was like, huh, so, that, so, that didn't even occur to me. So okay. I can see it starting off like that. Yeah. Um, and then as those people got older and gener- and newer generations were watching, it's like, okay, yes, there are some things that probably were taken from Star Trek. And and there are probably some things in the later Star Trek episodes and movies that was taken from Star Wars. But here's see, the thing, everybody takes something from everybody. Yeah, and... and to that, to that same end, it's like everybody takes something from somebody. It's not even necessarily being taken from Star Wars. The other way around. Star, Star Wars Trek. taking from Star Trek. Um, but because they're, it's not the first sci-fi. You know what I mean? Good, like, though. There's, there's, um, I can't even remember his name. But, like, there, there's so much, there's, like, old, even older books that are sci-fi or futuristic that, that, um, both uh, Star Wars and Star Trek are pulling from. I think Star Wars pulls. Mm, let me try that again. I think Star Trek pulls more from the um, the older sci-fi books um, than than Star Wars does. Star Wars is like very different. Where like because and and here's one of the first differences that I guess will um well it's not the first one that we've talked about. Like one of the uh, bigger differences. Um, is that Star Trek focuses on Earth. Like, the people who the show focuses on are from Earth. Star Wars, um, nobody is from Earth. It's a galaxy far, far away. It's not our, it's not the Milky Way galaxy at all. It's not, um, it's not here. It's somewhere. So it's almost... Over the rainbow? Yes, somewhere over the rainbow. Um, and... It's even though we can look at them 
and they look like humans, they're not. They're technically not humans at all. Right. Um, like they're from whatever. Th- uh, just there's a bunch of people in a different a- galaxy that look similar to you know what what humans look like, but it's not anywhere near Earth at all, and it's not people who moved out there. Um, from Earth at all, like Star Wars. So that's where that's the one of the biggest differences is like it was like um, technically Star Trek is our future, and it gives you whatever the years it is too. Right. Um, and Star Wars, long long time ago in a galaxy far far away, it's technically in our past. Um, well. <laughs> Just to strike up conversation. Sure. And that was mostly a joke, but no, it, no, it says a long, long time ago. It's Depending on the galaxies and how, because I'm just going to go ahead and go with the idea that we don't know how things change way out there. Mm-hmm. Long, long time ago to them is still our future. Potentially. It, yeah. Because, because it could be, ba- like there's a theory I don't know if you heard about this. You know how people say, like, the Big Bang was the beginning of our universe. Mm-hmm. The Big Bang Theory, as they call it. But I'm um, <laughs> So, there, there was a scientist, I don't know his name, but he came up with the idea of maybe it wasn't the beginning of us, but it was the end of a previous universe. Basically, oh, okay. the collapse of one universe kind of funneled in, boom, started us. I see what you're saying. So, long, long time ago to them, could have been us or... Vice versa, because, again, with black holes, we don't, you know, their galaxy could be through 10 black holes, and that can change time and everything. Okay. See, right there, you're kind of going like... Yeah, I'm so confused. But but at the same time, you're like, crap, why didn't we make this the podcast? I I mean... I mean, it is. It essentially is. So, I mean, I, I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying... I'm, it's more or less yeah, like so, dangle the carrot. <laughs> no, that that's actually pretty cool though. Um, I said a smart thing. High five. <laughs> I gave that myself, and I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> I would have high fived you though. <laughs> like I even like. I, <laughs> I was about to reach, and then you did it yourself. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Um, so but you get the satisfaction. I don't care. Um, <laughs> the, but yeah. Anyways, the. The main difference is the fact that it's alien worlds, alien just meaning not our world, versus like the focus is other places, whereas this one is focused, like the show is focused on human future, like an Earth's, a futuristic Earth. Um, Right. uh, And so I think that, that that's... I'm wondering if that's why, like, I think we said this on our fantasy versus sci-fi episode, but uh, Star Wars yeah. is almost fantasy-like. Um, yeah, where it it's like it's 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 sci-fi, but because it it's a whole other world, and there's like a this is an air quotes magic. There's system, no logic to it. There's no, there is logic. There there's well, rules, um, but like. What I what I said that I don't know that they heard because you spoke over me was like there's a quote unquote magic system in the world which is very fantasy esque, right? Um, with like the force, um, and there's, I mean, it's just it's 
it pulls elements from fantasy right. almost for a lot of it. Like the world building side of it is very fantasy esque. Okay. Whereas like in Star Wars, you're focused on Dang it, I did it again. In Star Trek, there we go. This is this is this is how this episode's gonna go. I'm just gonna have to restart. Just say Trek or Wars. You know, if I had thought of that, I would have. I might mess that up still. Um Probably. in in Trek, um it it's well, original in the original series because, you know, budget and time period for um effects and visual effects specifically um it was mostly focused there was a lot of focus on the ship and not so much the world building where they did th- they did go to worlds but in Star Wars the focus was more on the world building I think okay uh, on top of the story because they're like we created this in this separate universe almost like it's not it's not anything it's nothing like earth we want to show it off whereas the star trek the it was more about the characters themselves the captain and the team on the ship is what this is the show about right And, and honestly i mean the movies are also like that they're about them but they get they get the chance because they're movies to show off whatever world they're headed to. And to the world building and the style of, like, the world building is very different between the two. Right. Um, so something else that, you know, people, when I was trying to figure out what genre um, each were, something that uh, people were saying, there's, like, the Star Trek is, like, borderline it's not necessarily a utopia but on earth it's closer to a utopia and so like they've reached like a level of sophistication that we're able all the um countries are able to come together and create starfleet and it's because it's not just it's not just america uh it's all of the countries, which right. um, they actually talk about Starfleet and the and the Federated Alliance. That's not what it's called. That's from something else. What is it? The Federation? Oh no! Do you need to look that up? Um, no. But now I can hear your breathing. Um, Sorry. The I think it's called the Federation. Where did it, the Federated Alliance is from a sci-fi podcast that I listen to. <laughs> but anyways, um, the, they focus on the, what is the word? The beginnings. That's not the word. Brandon, help me out. It's like the start of, the beginnings of, the makings of, what is, what word? Creation? Work? Thank you. Creation of the um, whatever it's called that I can't remember, and I don't want to say it wrong again. Where all there's like a bunch of all of a bunch of different worlds in the same area of space that like form a a um 
alliance essentially and it, that's that show um the one the one with Jonathan Archer I think it's called Star Trek Enterprise um which I said it earlier now I can't remember Star Trek Enterprise they that has not been formed yet it gets formed at the end of the series er, okay er, not the very end of the series but like it's not there at the beginning it's like in the second it's somewhere in the second half of the series if not the second the, the last third of the series um where it actually gets formed and because the whole point of that show is this is their first like every something that's significant of that show because it's the prequel to uh Shatner series the original series um it's the entire crew except for one two sorry except for two are human the doctor's not human and the and they have a um a Vulcan who's the science officer right and the 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 only reason they're able to go to space is because the Vulcans and you know that's a bunch of Star Trek lore that's not necessarily important for the podcast. That one doesn't show necessarily like the utopia side. Like it doesn't focus on it actually being a utopia, but it's closer to a utopia than the Star Wars world is, which is the whole point of me trying to say that. I just took the long road. <laughs> um, Hey, you remember how we mentioned merch at the end of the 100th episode? Yeah, it was a good joke. That wasn't that wasn't a joke. We were serious. We were. Yes, we're we're actually going to be making merch. We're working on it, so definitely keep an eye out, an ear out, because we'll definitely announce it again on the podcast. Uh, and a lookout if you follow us on social media, um, because we're working on it. We're setting everything up, and we'll let you know more information. So soon, people can have the keychain that that I have, and the shirt that I that I helped design, and the uh, stuff like that. Yes, and stickers. Definitely. But d- dude, they deserve it. Uh, they do if they pay for it. Um, the so Star Trek is closer to a utopian society. And that is reflected in the way things look. Like, it's chrome, it's shiny, it looks... Shiny! Sorry. <laughs> it, it looks clean, um, more specifically on, on the ships than, like... And then when they go... They, they do show other worlds. Um, but, like, if you look at on the ships, specifically the ships coming from Earth. They they look clean and chrome on and and like idealistically high tech. Whereas on or in Star Wars it's almost a lot of it looks grungy. Like that's not quite the word that I'm looking for. I do you the, no, you know it. what I mean though? Because you know what it looks like. Yeah. Um. Not necessarily dirty, but like if rustic. you're rustic. <coughs> rustic is that what we said? Yeah, rustic. Rustic. Okay. Um. <laughs> but like it, it's almost as if you're if you're not rich, you don't have the super chrome high tech stuff. Like the only stuff that looked clean and chrome was like the Death Star. 
Right. Like that. Like that was it. Or anything. Um, the Empire. Wait. Before or after it went boom? <laughs> Obviously before. You don't know. I mean, I doubt that it looks shiny when after it's exploded. Um, Why did I put a T in? Exploded. Exploded. <laughs> that, that is what I said. Exploded. Exploded. Um, but yeah, like anything owned by the Empire, that stuff looked clean, shiny, chrome, sleek. But like everything else, especially if you've seen, I know you haven't necessarily. I don't think you finished Mandalorian. <sighs> I'm still on episode two of the first three season of the first season. I'm 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 not I'm not I don't even think I'm halfway done with the first season. Yeah. Okay. I'm slow, people. Shut up. So, I wasn't paying. But also, on there you. was one division, so that took up a lot of my time. That's fair. Uh, except for the fact that that was week to week, and all of Mandalorian is over. Um, I work. So do I. Uh, anyways, so the. But you you remember how his ship was? Were you trying to strangle me just now? No, no, no. Okay. Maybe no. All right. Well, um. If you hear any gurgling noise, it's not me. Um. <laughs> I hate you right now. That was eh. weird. You sh- dang. Um. Sorry. The obviously you remember enough of the way everything looked. Um, because it it looks, um, like his ship, not necessarily falling apart, but like he has to like constantly get it fixed. Um, same with like, uh, the Millennium Falcon. Um, the like it's it's not necessarily dirty, but they're like they have to jerry rig the like parts in. They're like, like I can't find. The parts gotta use this one, or it costs a lot to get the new parts, and right. like trying to like read it. Let's just patch this. He has to MacGyver it. Exactly. Um, it's it's not at they they can't always have the high end stuff if you're not rich in the Star Wars world. And then there's like um like the the f- actual places that you see in Star Wars like. The general populace, um, it's the same. So like, the, it's like, it's, I like, I really want to say cyberpunk, but that's not correct. Like, cyberpunk is more neon, but it's like, it's like, think cyberpunk, like how not idealistic it is, but then without all the neon <laughs> colors. I get you. Um, because it's like. It's very monotone in Star Wars. Monotone? Um, yeah, it's not. It's not colorful in Star Wars, unless they're on like a colorful planet. For the most part, most places, it's very monotone. Um, and it's. I know you didn't. See, I I don't think you've watched the Bad Batch yet. Nope. Or did you have? Did you ever watch the Clone Wars? Nope. Oh no. Anyways, people go watch those. That's they're, they're really good. Um and they kind of expand they expand the Star Wars universe um story. And so you getting to see all the different places 
and smaller communities, depending on what show you're watching, it's consistent all the way through in the entirety of the Star Wars world. Everything is kind of grungy and dirty and hobbled together. Um, And if you've ever played the game uh, The Outer Worlds, it's like that. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 I, so it's been a minute since I played that game. Yeah. But like, it's like just, I mean, you could very easily go and Google Star Wars stuff and get an idea of what it looks like if you've never seen it. And if you haven't, I'm actually kind of surprised because, wow, it's like Star, Star Wars is like iconic. Uh, yeah, it's a thing. It's totally a thing. Um, So, yeah, huge difference between the looks of the main parts of the shows and slash movies. Um, It's like Star Wars is idealistic, utopian, and Star Wars is not quite dystopian. Um, But it it could lean that way if they were, well, I think in the Empire it's pretty dystopian, but... They're not like the focus of Star Wars, so it would it would only be dystopian if they focused on the Empire being perfect or whatever. Like you know you know what I mean? Do you do you remember what dystopian yes. is? Okay, I mean like the definition. Well, not the definition, but I, like I could picture. It. Yeah, yeah, you can picture it. So, but the definition of dystopian, which will help you understand what I'm saying, actually, um, is like. It's a society that was supposed to be a utopia, but something is corrupt, and so for the general populace or specific people, it's not perfect, and there's something wrong or something, like someone's corrupt or something, something happens, and like, like think, think the, like, another example, like the, the Matrix. I get you. So it's like, it's supposed to be, we created this perfect world, but, oh no, we're actually a giant battery for robots. Um, it's like, it's like... Hunger you, Games. Hunger Games. In the capital, everything's perfect. and But in the districts, because of the war, the rebellion, the revolution, I don't remember now, um, it it's not perfect in uh, everywhere else, like... It's like, everything's perfect in the capital, but, oh, by the way, we do this thing where we get all of the uh, two kids from each district and make them fight to the death. Um, and, um, song, song, songbirds? No. What is it called? The latest book. Mockingjay. (laughs) No, no, the latest book. The, uh, songbirds and snakes, um, actually explains what happened to make them want to do the hunger. That's right, it's a prequel. Yeah, it's a prequel, which is really cool. Um so like that's dystopian. Um so if Star Wars if there was a Star Wars show that focused on like somewhere where the Empire was and it was like super idealistic and the Empire will save you. Kind of like in uh, you haven't watched this, but in the Bad Batch they kind of they kind of allude to that, but that's not the focus of the show, so it's not necessarily dystopian. So it's um, they have like 
propaganda up. They're like, come get your ID number so that the Empire can know who you are, essentially. And we're like, we're like everybody gets an identification so you can travel. You get a number. You get a number. Everybody gets a tracking number. Essentially. So it's like, <laughs> they're trying to like keep tabs on everyone almost. Um, which makes it hard for the main characters to move around. Um, but like, if the show focused on the Empire side, and like people are like, oh, we love the Empire. They're great. Um, but then there's like... I don't know why I heard Tony the Tiger right there. They're great. <laughs> I, I don't know why. <laughs> I heard it too. Um, but like if they, if they focused on that, then... But then also, I mean, the Empire is corrupt, which I think we all know that if you've seen Star Wars, um, that the that would be dystopian. But it could go that way, but it doesn't quite focus on that part, so it doesn't turn into dystopian. So then it, that's why it's, I guess, space opera instead, I guess. Mm. I'm not entirely sure. But um, there's a lot of, like... Especially in the later movies, there's a lot of drama, a lot of backstabbings, and I mean that was always the case. Yeah, but I think by the especially after episode three, that's when it really started. Not I don't I'm not episode three. What am I saying? Like between episode two and three, that's when it they kind of jacked it up a little bit of, you know the the severity of it. I guess so. I mean, they were, I mean, they were leading up to where um, Vader came from in but, in the prequel trilogy, one, two, and three. But also that uh, with let's see, those six with eight and nine that also with episode eight and nine mm-hmm. that also amplify the drama and in the oh is this no it's this no she's this no she's actually that i think that was less on the movies and more on the directors being different and not really following a a a a central story they kind of because i i think the person who did seven no the person who did eight was like they they gave us an answer they said for who Ray was. They're like, your parents are nobodies. And then the ninth movie undid that by being like, nope, you're related to Palpatine. <laughs> I forgot his name for a second. Like, nope, you're related to Palpatine. And people were like, wait, what? Um, I was like, we already had an answer. They kind of, if, I don't, was George Lucas involved? Probably not. He probably went, hey, I want to be involved. Hey, George, here's a billion dollars. Oh, well, a billion dollars. I mean, I guess I'll sit over here. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I mean, no offense to him, but even I would do the same. It's like, George, why oh, weren't you involved in it? They gave me a like, billion dollars to sit in my butt. What, why would I? Yeah, I that I think that's more on um, on Disney uh, for not following a central story. For that one, and I mean, they did the exact same thing as all the other ones, where it's like a different director for the each one of the trilogy. But hey, as long as they get their stuff right when it comes to the MCU, I'm okay. <laughs> That's fair. 
but the um but yeah so i think that's more of the fact that they didn't follow a central story that it created that drama and it was less so in the movies more so within the fandom of trying to figure out who she was right um and people were like arguing fandom is interesting um it could be a dangerous thing though yes Yes, it can. Like, I'm all for speculation and questioning of, oh, is this? No, it's that. No, blah, blah, blah. I'm all for that. But when it gets too serious, like, no, it's part of the lore. It's like, you're the only one that's saying it, though. It's not part of the lore. It shall be part of the lore. I'm going to step over here now. You, you know, like, literally, it just sounded like you're doing do the roar from uh, ooh, uh Shrek 3, is it? The little kid that, like, has a lollipop and he goes, do the roar. You know what I'm talking about? I have not seen that movie since it came out. So. Oh, man. Okay. But no, I was saying lore with an no, L. No, no, I know what you were saying, but the way you were saying... I know. I was just clarifying. It's lore. It sounded like, uh, do the roar. But yeah, so I think it, it could be... Phantom is a fun thing, but it can go really too serious. Definitely. And I think that's probably part of the problem problem the pro part of the like an issue i would say not a problem but an issue yeah yeah i I, I was gonna say the the whole deal with the the clashing of star trek versus star wars that's the dangerous side of of fandom i was like hey guys i'm I'm just over here just like hey guys both are great and let's enjoy both right and you're the one that gets shot by everyone yeah daggers Daggers. No, it's like, guys, this is great. Let's just enjoy it. Foo! Dead. Ow! Who shot this arrow? Foo, foo, foo. Oh, man. Guys, I can't take much more. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, no, but um, I'm trying to think of other differences. So, there, to an extent, there's not... There is... Like, if we're just being broad with it, there's mm-hmm. not many differences. If you want to get, like, yeah. nitty-gritty, yeah, there's uh, yeah, differences there's like tons. with all, with all the characters and the ships and, and you know, everything. But at the same time, even yeah. then, there's still a lot of similarities. Yeah, I mean, they're both sci-fi. They're both in space. And um, the there's aliens. I mean, everyone's an alien in There's Star always Wars. the one person you don't... You can understand everybody else. Can't understand the one alien or any of the robots, but everybody else can. Well, the that's only in that's only in Star Wars. Like really, in, yeah, in Star Trek, you they trans like if you they have like a central translator, like they actually. I I'm very fond of of uh, Star Trek Enterprise with the John the the latest series that is actually a prequel series because they um, develop that technology while they're exploring for the first time. They figure out how to translate um the languages so where you see it just working in every other series it's because the 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 crew in on the first enterprise did the work um but for the most part if the, if they you can't understand them it's usually because it's not being translated or um they specifically said something like the klingons will clean out clink Cling on, yep. I just like couldn't say it right for some reason. Cling on, people will like say certain phrases, and but they do speak. They speak English, so like it doesn't need to be 
translated. So when you hear them speaking Klingon, it's not actually going through a translator. Um, but like every every everywhere else, when like when they go on to uh, other planets, there's like a universal translator that they have on them at all times, so they can understand people and be understood, so they don't stick out. Um, and then, but in Star Wars. People just, like, we don't understand them, and sometimes it doesn't get translated for us, but, like, everyone else understands them. Like, people like people can understand Chewie, somehow. Um, like, I'm trying to think about that. There was an ep- uh, this the latest episode of The Bad Batch. One of the people uh, was talking to another person. They were speaking in some... I, fr- uh, I forgot what the alien language was it told me what it was because i had captions on um and and but that person could understand them and you know but we don't and that's a very different stylistic choice that they've they've chosen and also r2d2 and all can they can people understand it well yeah i mean c3po can no so can r2 so can everybody else but also like it, the only time I can understand that how everybody else would understand what he is saying is when he's in the ship with him, like uh, Anakin in Episode One when he was mm-hmm. when he went off in the spaceship. R two T two's in the back with him, so I can see where it's like he's you know we hear beep ba ba but in the <laughs> earpiece is actually translating potentially. So that I understand. But when they're just walking around and, and he goes beep beep I'm like okay, how did you cuz there's something I'm like I want to understand R2D2 because he seems like the snarkiest he like is, sarcastic. Though. He is cuz you I know. Like, and that's why C3PO I want to be able to understand him. Storm. I want to hear the sass. He's so rude to C3PO and it's hilarious because of his reactions. But, but at the same time, only he saying. could be that rude to C3PO. Yes. Anybody else? He'd be going. Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> exactly. Ow. Um. You know, I'm. You know, I'm actually kind of wondering, and I might look this up later off podcast. Um, is if there is a um universal translator within the Star Wars world that like everyone just has. If they if they do, they need to explain that. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering because you know how there's like books and everything. It might have been explained somewhere because how does everyone understand? Well, no, the thing is, everyone doesn't understand every language though, so there can't there isn't one. There definitely is not a universal translator like right. in Star Trek because some people couldn't understand Chewie, but like, um, do you remember Solo the movie? Where, like, yes. he was like, yeah, I speak a little bit of, I speak a little Wookiee. And so he was able to understand Chewie, and, and that's why he understands Chewie. But then, like, with everyone else, you just assume that they, like, they can understand. But So why don't, like, why is there no common language, basically, is what I'm curious about. Why there is no, because you know how in D&D, just to jump jump a little bit and D D there's several languages and one of them is called common and it's essentially our english um it doesn't actually have to be english it's whatever language you speak um wherever you're at 
like the pl- whatever the players actually speak. Right. So like if you're playing in Spain, it could be Spanish. But um, but common is the common language that um, a lot of people speak. Um, it's like not the central language, but like, but then there's other ones, and it's almost it's almost like that. But there is no common language in the Star Wars universe. Uh, I kind of have a th- not a not even a theory, but just a thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's on that dystopian plane. Okay. Racism. Okay. Because one two ways. I mean, there that is definitely in the in. It's uh, I can't speak that that. It's so, it's there. It's there. It's on. Yeah. It's they they talk about it in some of the so shows. So with every with it could it could be one one or two ways or both ways of, you know, with the people that uh, the aliens that don't speak English are going. Hey, they're racist towards us. Let's just keep our own language. You know, forget basically a middle bird, uh, middle finger to them. Uh, or it could be the other way of where like Emperor Palpatine and all the Sith are like, no, you guys are beneath us. You do not, you are not fit to speak our language, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or it's a combination of both where, you know, that you got the aliens that are like, no, we, no, we just speak our own language. Forget y'all. But also everybody else is going like, Hey, don't speak our language. You're not, you're not worth it, you know, and everything like yeah. that. You know, or or it's like uh, you're 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 not smart enough to speak two languages, but us as Sith or human or this race or that race is smart enough to speak all the languages. So you just speak yours. We will speak yours for you because you are not fit to be above us. Something stupid like that. Yeah, or even the it, um as you're talking, I was thinking about so, I mean, we don't really know a lot about the anatomy of the people in in Star Wars, um, but the people who look like people. Like we have the ability to, you know, make certain sounds with our with our mouths and bodies. Right. Right. So it's good. Some bad. It. Uh, <laughs> it's also the case with for the other alien races in Star Wars. Like, they are only capable of making so many sounds. So if they can't speak the language that sounds like what we're speaking right now, they're just gonna speak whatever. And like, like we know what you're saying because we understand. We can. We've learned what that means but we also cannot make those sounds so like you know what i mean like like there's certain sounds that your race can make and ours can't and vice versa so that um it's like even though we understand you and you understand us we're not speaking the same language but we understand each other right because we physically cannot make those sounds so it's it it very well could be a combination of all of those so it's like i'm I know for a fact that like there are um, certain stories within the Star Wars universe where like certain planets are looked down on. So like that that's like definitely a thing. Like racism would definitely be part of the reason why we, there is no central language. But then also the physicality, the biology of it um, is probably also part of it, which is kind of cool. We saw, we figured it out. High five. Sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that's pre- that's pretty much it, though. Yeah, with the uh, Star Wars and Star Trek, I'm sure there's a lot. There, there's probably some people listening, going, "No, what about this? This? It's a giant universe. Give us a break." Yeah. Also, we only usually do these for about an hour, so. Yeah. So, I mean, oh look at that! It's about an hour. <laughs> Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Join us next time on Geek EDA FM. Same geek time, same geek channel.